Welcome to the Spiritual Encounters podcast, where I share encounters with the spirit world. Have you seen, felt, or even heard spirit? Have your children ever talked about a previous life or an imaginary friend that freaked you out? Then share your story with us. You're listening to episode 6, Haunted Holiday House. I would just like to say thank you to the listeners that support my show. My podcast has been out for about 6 weeks now and in the first month I had more downloads than I ever expected. I have listeners from all over the world now and not just in Australia. So thank you for supporting my podcast. I've also had an overwhelming response from people writing to me with their stories so hopefully you'll hear yours featured soon. Please keep them coming. I really enjoy reading them. In this episode we have stories about spirit activity in a holiday house, two weird things happening in the car, and a little girl that plays the Nintendo while everyone is asleep. Our first story comes from a listener whose stereo volume kept going up and down. Was it the spirit world? Or just a technical fault? You decide. Are you playing with the volume? My brother and I were on our way home from shopping. I was dropping him off at his house and then I was going home. To get to his house, we have to go through a couple of back streets and then past the cemetery. I'm usually fine driving past cemeteries as I don't find them that scary. I mean, you won't find me there at night or anything but I'm not scared to drive past them. Every time I drive past the cemetery on the way to my brother's house, something always happens with my car. A couple of times my windscreen wipers have turned on by themselves, or my engine light will go on and then go off, or my doors will lock and then unlock, all by themselves. My brother always seems to think it's me, trying to freak him out or something. So this time, when we drove past the cemetery, and the volume of the music playing was starting to get louder and louder. My brother thought it was me. My car is quite new, and I have a volume button on my steering wheel as well as on the dash of the car, but I wasn't touching them. He was in the middle of talking, and he was like, why are you turning up the volume while I'm trying to talk to you? And I said, I'm not, it's just happening. Then the volume dropped really low. I slowed down the car, and we were looking at each other thinking, Who did it then? I asked him if he accidentally touched the screen or something. He said no, he was in the middle of telling me something. Why would he do that? Then the volume turned back up and my hand was nowhere near the buttons or the touchscreen on the dash and neither was his. Then the music muffled and we could hear a high frequency sound and something that sounded like a man saying, watch out or something like that. It all happened so quickly, and then I noticed this car was coming onto our side of the road. 
So I swerved onto the side of the road away from them and I stopped on the gravel. The muffled sound stopped and the music was playing again at a normal volume. My brother and I just sat in the car and wondered what the hell had just happened. Once I stopped shaking from almost having a car accident, I continued on to drop him off at his house. This really scared me and I stopped driving to my brother's house for a long time as the only way to get to his house was to go past the cemetery. I told him if he wanted to see me, he can come to my house. My brother would drive past it every day to get to work or wherever he needed to go, but nothing would happen. He said things would only happen if we were both in the car together. Our next story comes from a listener who just wanted to have a girl's weekend away but ended up being freaked out by rocking chairs that moved by themselves, lights flickering and spirits wanting to show that they were still around. Haunted Holiday House My friends and I decided to go away for a girl's weekend. It had been a while since the ten of us had all been together and we were all really excited to go. We decided that the cheapest option would be to all put money in for a house because if we stayed in a resort it was going to cost a fortune. So we found this five bedroom house and it looked okay from the photos. The kitchen and one of the bathrooms had just been renovated and was all new. It was possibly built in the 1900s from what the rest of the house was like as they hadn't renovated any other part of the house. It was two-storey with all the bedrooms upstairs and the lounge room, dining room and kitchen downstairs. It was located in an area with a lot of trees and had a long driveway that led to the house from the main road. The trees lined the driveway and in the dark it looked like it could possibly be out of a scary movie. We all arrived on the Friday afternoon, got our bags out of the car and sorted out which rooms we would be sleeping in as there was going to be two of us sharing each room. We went downstairs to the kitchen and we all sat around the kitchen bench, which had a breakfast bar where we could all talk and prepare something for dinner. As we were all talking, we heard a loud thud that came from above us. None of us were upstairs, so we all looked at each other wondering what it could have been. And then we heard another thud. A couple of us decided to go up and have a look. We got to the room that was above the kitchen which was the room that I had picked to sleep in. Our suitcases were all on the floor, with our clothes spread across the room. We hadn't started unpacking or opened the suitcases before we went to the kitchen, so it was odd that they had fallen off and opened by themselves. I was really freaked out, and so was my friend, but the other girls weren't convinced that it had just happened. They thought that we had set it up to scare them as a prank. We put all our clothes back into the suitcases, and put the suitcases into the cupboard, and went back downstairs to the kitchen, made some dinner, and had a couple of drinks to celebrate not having to look after any kids. We all went to bed at midnight. I was having a lot of trouble going to sleep, because I could hear noises coming from downstairs and down the hallway, but I wasn't getting up to check. There was this old-fashioned rocking chair that was in my room. When we arrived, it was facing the beds, but I turned it to face the window, as I didn't like it, and it made me feel uneasy. I somehow got to sleep, but I woke up a couple of hours later because I could hear a creaking sound coming from the window. I turned over and the chair was rocking all on its own. 
I didn't see anything or anyone sitting in it. It was just rocking. I woke up my friend and pointed to the rocking chair. She was just as scared as I was. We talked for a while and then we decided to try and get back to sleep and we left a lamp on next to the bed. I don't know how long we were asleep for as my phone had died because my charger wasn't actually charging my phone all night but it was still a little dark and was starting to get lighter. I woke up because I was startled by a thud down the hallway. The lamp we had turned on was off and I could see the cupboard doors were opened and could see our suitcases. My friend was still asleep when I heard footsteps coming towards my room. I sat up and didn't move. I just waited to see what was coming. As the old-fashioned door handle creaked open, my heart started to race. I could feel panic come over me. It was my other friend that was sleeping in the room next to us. I was so relieved that it was her. My mind was racing. She came in and closed the door. I moved over and she sat next to me. She started saying that she had been up most of the night because she saw someone pacing at the end of her bed. She tried to get back to sleep, but they woke her up again by knocking her phone off the bedside table, and that was what the thud was that I heard earlier in the night, but I didn't get up to check. She also said that the lamp in her room kept flickering and then turned off and then wouldn't turn back on. The friend that was staying in my room with me woke up as she heard us talking I asked her if she turned off the lamp and she said no, she thought it was me. I'll just describe how the room was laid out. As you walk in from the hallway, there was a single bed to the left against the wall, the bedside table with the lamp on it and then my friend's single bed. The rocking chair was opposite facing the beds but I moved it to look out the window and then next to the window there was the cupboard. So either of us could have turned off the lamp but none of us did. The sun was coming up and we didn't need the lamp but I wanted to see if it would turn on but it didn't work. We decided to just get up and go downstairs to the kitchen and make a cup of tea. As we got to the kitchen all the doors and drawers were open like someone had gone through every one of them and just left them open. We were freaked out and couldn't really explain how it would have happened without it being a ghost or something. We closed everything, boiled the kettle and had a cup of tea. As it got later into the morning, everyone was up. We all got talking about the events of the night and everyone had something different happen to them during the night and even the girls in the other three bedrooms had their lamps turn off and stop working. We thought it might have just been the power that got tripped by something because the power points weren't working either to charge our phones. But the lights in the rooms were working and the lights and the power points downstairs were working so it just didn't make any sense. The next night was just as eventful, with ghosts pacing, doors opening, rocking chairs creaking, suitcases moving, and loud thuds being seen and heard by all of us throughout the night. By the end of our weekend, we were all so sleep deprived and decided to get out of there a little bit earlier than we had planned. Our last story comes from a listener who thought her sister was up playing Nintendo but she got pretty freaked out when it wasn't actually her sister. Get back to bed. Now. I have had many experiences but this one was when I was 13 and one that always stays with me because it was terrifying. My little sister was six at the time 
we had just got the new Nintendo, and my little sister couldn't stop playing it. One night, in the middle of the night, I woke up at around 3am, as my bedroom was upstairs, and I could hear the Nintendo music playing from downstairs. I looked over the balcony from upstairs, and I could hear it perfectly. I could see a glow in the darkness from the TV. I thought nothing bad about it. I wasn't scared at all at this point. I just figured my little sister was up playing Nintendo in the dark when we were all sleeping. I walked downstairs and as soon as I turned the corner of the stairs, it all went silent and the light and the TV quickly went off into the dark. I came down to the living room and I could see a figure sitting beside the TV, which I presumed was my little sister beside the TV with her hand on the power button. All I could see was a dark shadow figure, but in the shape and form of a little girl, which I thought was my sister. So I spoke to it as such, and said, You're going to get in so much trouble if mum and dad wake up. Get back upstairs and go to bed. It didn't talk to me, because again, I thought it was my sister. I said, Leanne, get up and get back to bed now. Suddenly, it stood up, beside the TV, and at this point, still thinking it was my sister, I wasn't scared one bit. It stood up and walked behind the TV. As I was about 10 feet away in total darkness, I still thought, this kid is playing games. I walked over, looked behind the TV, and there was nothing there. At this point, my legs went weak. I started crying instantly and ran into my parents' room screaming. I just had a full-on interaction with a spirit and I had no idea, as I was just talking to it like it was my sister. My parents finally calmed me down. My mother brought me back to my bedroom, and we checked on my little sister. She was tightly snuggled in bed, fast asleep. Nothing was out of place. From then on, my entire life in that house, that was built in the 1930s, I had endless spirit encounters, from tapping and banging in the hallway, and in my bedroom in the middle of the night and hearing my name whispered in the hallway or beside me. I eventually had to sleep with the light on because it became so scary. Horrible dreams and sounds at night. I actually found out that children had died in our home in the 1940s. I feel that as a Scorpio with intuitive feelings, I was a charged piece for them to come to me, but especially at a young age to try and channel through me. I had numerous encounters in our house and I even tried to reach out to ghost hunters to come but to no avail. I eventually moved out with my boyfriend and it seems like whatever was there followed me as the nightmares, freaky ghost energy and dreams didn't stop. There was a horrible energy in our first home that we rented the first two days when we'd moved in. I said to him, there's something bad in this house. I can feel a scary, mean energy here bangs and likes going on and off at all hours of the day. Finally, we found out from the neighbour beside us that a man 10 years earlier died in a fire in the house in the basement. My fiancé turned to me terrified and said, you knew. From there, we shortly moved out after, as the energy was so bad. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review so that when new episodes become available, you don't miss out.
If you would like to have your story featured on an episode, then please email me at spiritualencounters at outlook.com.